Hi everyone, this is Mark, and this is episode 18 of Mark the Poet, and today, um, uh, I, I'm planning to just throw caution to the wind and just be a bit random. Um, I haven't really got anything specific that I want to talk about today, but I want to share some of my poetry. And, um, yeah, I just thought I will just read a selection of poems at random, and, uh, we'll see what happens. But I do have one poem that I want to read in particular, but after that, the sky's the limit. So, uh, see you in a second. I've won this mark back again, and as I said uh, before, today um, I don't really have a particular subject that I want to talk about, um, but I guess um, in this episode along the way I could discuss um, how I approach um, the randomness of life. And how the randomness of life has inspired me and continues to inspire me in a myriad of ways. And sometimes in very simple ways, sometimes in very complex and deep ways. And sometimes the greatest sources of inspiration are those that we don't ask for, but uh, we are gifted them. Uh, naturally um, in random ways at random times um, but if you're like me and you have questions and you like answers um, I'm sure you will find and I'm sure you have found that answers come in the the places where you least expect to find them sometimes and um, everybody has a question every day and I think questions are the power and the fuel and the source of energy that drives each of us to do anything that we do and uh, every day I'm compelled in many ways, um, in thought, in body, in emotion, and I, uh, I enjoy that. I enjoy having a question to answer, a mystery to solve, and that's one of the greatest things about writing a story. Um, it's a constant mystery box that uh, you open and uh, you just keep unravelling everything that is inside it and uh, trying to make sense of it and um, yeah, I, uh, I enjoy the experience of uh, not knowing what's going to happen and 
writing a story, writing a poem, is often very random. Um, I know that some people very um, diligently plan out the uh, the arc of the characters in some of their stories. They have a well-defined outline of uh, where the story is going to take them and what it what the story is going to be about, what the characters are going to go through. But I have to say that um, that is not how I work, and I never have. Because when I uh, when I think about it, I thrive on the randomness of life, and if you're writing a poem or a story that has any kind of life to it, even if it's uh, a story that revolves around characters existing within a fantasy world, fantasy universe, it has to be rooted in some kind of gravity, it has to have some kind of rules that must be obeyed, and it has to make sense. Life can often be surprising, just as a story can surprise a writer in ways that they never foresaw when they first started writing. And uh, that is the, the true draw and the true inspiration and the true wave that a writer rides, to be honest, um, discovery, knowing and coming to understand a character and to give them strengths and failings and feelings and emotions and a history and learning how to instill that into a character within a story that you write is a, uh, a process of uh, trial and error and it's something that uh, in my experience must come naturally can't, it can't be forced if you try to force it then it doesn't feel natural then story can fail and some stories that you think won't work can be revived um, if only you you take a step back and you look at them from a different perspective and you realize that uh, you've been writing something from one way of thinking when if you just change the way of thinking just slightly you can come to find the truth that you need to follow to make the story that you want to tell make sense and uh, writing is uh, a great way for anyone to explore themselves, the world around them, 
a world that they've been um, inspired by or um, entranced by and interested in and uh, it's one of the greatest forms of creation and escapism and it's also something that a lot of readers enjoy um, diving into uh, for a good reason just as some people enjoy um, adventuring and uh, exploring um, different parts of nature and I am uh, I'm one of those people and I'm also one of the people who have been inspired by nature and who has uh, tried to capture as much of nature within their writing as possible and uh, yeah that's why the first poem that I want to read to you today is a poem that uh, I included in my new book The Rambler which came out earlier this year and uh, after that uh, we're going to take a random uh, quantum leap through uh, my other books and I'm going to select a couple other maybe three other poems at random and we'll see uh, what I end up reading to you so uh, this should be fun but this is my poem Nature and Me There are some mornings when I walk out into the bright light of a new day, when I feel like I am being compelled to walk in a particular direction so that I may go somewhere that my heart, my mind, my soul, the path before me needs me to be. And sometimes the place I'm drawn to is somewhere I find myself returning to, a place where I felt an awakening within me. A place of tall trees that has always felt like a natural cathedral, a church, a temple, a place of worship that has always meant so much to me. A sacred place that I have a connection to. Since the moment I walked under the sun-drenched summer leaves of its canopy, and since I first walked upon and through the glowing green grass that in the summertime carpets the forest floor before me. A place of beauty seemingly far away from the rest of the world that has inspired countless inhales of intoxication of the pine-laced air that has always been the cure and the spark to bring alive and bring together every thought, every instinct, every hope, every beat of my heart in unison with one another. When I am walking on my own, I always feel like I have been gifted and I am following the path that I need to take to bring everything into focus, to give me clarity to see the poetry that explains things so simply and yet so profoundly without the need for an audible explanation to be heard. A spirit, a joy, a presence has on numerous occasions made me close my eyes and open my arms wide 
as I take in every moment that I feel directly connected to the source of all life in the universe that I feel is my greatest gift and which I believe is that inexplicable perception of reality that people for a long time have had many names for but which is commonly known as their sixth sense. That is what I feel and that is what I see when there is no one else around and it is just nature and me. And I have always felt a connection with nature and uh, while walking I have experienced many feelings and emotions and such a a sense of um, belonging that uh, is indescribable and uh, it's something that has drawn me back to it on many occasions and uh, that's why I love walking that's why I love nature that's why um, I'll always be compelled by whatever I feel nature is telling me to do and uh, I think a lot of people really do miss out on uh, seeing the messages and hearing what make what nature is trying to communicate to everybody because they they spend a lot of their times inside or they've been unable to go out and experience nature in all its glory especially over the last few months last half this year and but other people they have actually sought out nature to give their life some kind of meaning and to give them some kind of completion and I definitely have as well um so I'm going to as I said before I'm going to uh, randomly pick up a book and start reading a poem and hopefully it won't be a poem that I've already recited um but if it is then we'll move on um but uh yeah, we'll just see how many and which ones we'll get to. And uh, hey, that's life. You never know what you're going to get as far as content. So I've picked up randomly The Eternal Boy. My book came out in uh, came out in 2015, and I'm just going to flick through the pages. I'm going to stop, we'll see which poem we're on, and the poem that we're on is the, my poem Did, D-I-D, uh, on page 98 of The Eternal Boy, and uh, here we go. There is a beautiful sunset outside my window. I'm listening to Ed Sheeran on my iPod at the moment to give my creative spark the get up and go. I've been writing since I woke up this morning and my right shoulder is literally aching. 
I'm about to have something to eat, but I just want to write down in words the things I am proud of and the things I wish I never did. I'm proud of myself for using my self-taught gift of expression and with the help of a great friend of mine getting two books of my poems published. The support, the love, the miracle to be able to share my words with the world in the way I always wanted is beyond anything that I could ever have wished. When I was a kid, I was a movie-loving boy who loved making his own stories, who loved, who made up his own stories for fun. Now I am a 33-year-old poet who still loves films and who goes to the cinema as often as I can. When I was growing up, I wanted to be many things when I eventually became a man. But now that I am standing tall and looking back, I'm thinking that my life might have been easier if I had had some kind of life plan. I thought I would have been married and had kids by now. At least, that was my boyhood adult arrival expectation. However, a few things happened along the way that were not part of anyone's plan. And those are what I see looking back at me every day in my own reflection. I hope there comes a day when I can honestly say that who I am now is who I want to be. I hope there is a day when I can say this is what I have been dreaming at night about and then waking up and turning it into poetry. I hope one day I'll be able to say to my own kids that I don't regret the things I have done and if I had the time to do over again, I would still do all that I did. Wow. So, I guess I wrote that when I was 33. Seems like a long time ago. Which, of course, it was. Um, okay, so, we're carrying on with the randomizer. And uh, now I'm going to pick up my book Poet of the Sphere and we'll see poem will fall on so we're going to flick through and we've got to page 84 to my poem Mercury Sunlight streams in through my bedroom window the sky above is the colour of a newborn baby's eyes. There is a kinetic energy, and yet a stillness all around, as a new day begins with mercury on the rise. Outside, in the warmth of the morning, the smell of freshly mowed grass pervades through the air, exciting every one of my senses, invigorating my perception and standing on end every hair. I adore the first thoughts that dawn on me. I cannot wait to imagine and dream about the events of the day that have yet to take place. 
I've never been able to restrain myself from waking up before everyone else around me, embracing the present and what is yet to come, and rejoicing in all that connects and aligns the chase of light that is the human race. Everyone whom I've ever met and everyone who I meet intrigue me, amuse me, inspire me and amaze me all for many different reasons and all in ways that I wish I could share in all their glory and allow others to feel them as I do, like they feel the midday heat. I love seeing the fusion of two friends who not only enjoy the company of one another but who wake up every day thinking about their coupling, husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, best friends, close friends, soulmates, who have the world when they have each other, who share a gift between them more precious than the feather from an angel's wing. I love seeing the coming together of families, especially on an autumn Indian summer's day like today. There is just something special about an amazing blue sky blessed, beautiful, sun-soaked, laughter-filled, memory-making, enriching day, when life, love and nature bond are in full and are in full display. Whether it be the sight of the shimmering starlight of our sun as seen from the ocean floor of the Mediterranean, or the feeling of sharing a perfect moment in time in the cool water of a fountain, these are moments that can never be remade, rehearsed, moments to be reminded of always, but never unduly. Moments of importance and meaning that are always heralded by the rise of Mercury. Mm-hmm. And let's continue the randomization. One step ahead. We're going to go to the sound of Mark, which is my book of poetry that came out in 2014. And uh, I'm going to flick through. And here we are. We're on page 132. And we're on my poem, Write. Sitting alone in a loud and crowded cafe, walking through a park and being blinded for a second by a bright light, standing on a packed train, waiting for a bus, or just coming to work on a normal day that doesn't at first seem out of the ordinary. You can see someone, you can meet someone, you can catch the eye of someone, and you can start talking to someone who you may have seen before, but until the right time came for you both, you never felt the need to reach out and discover something about yourselves that goes beyond commonality. You can feel something, perhaps even the signature beat of someone's heart, that may sound the same as everyone else's, but which you know and you hear is different from everyone else's, because their heart beats for you, as your heart beats for theirs.
You can be anywhere, anytime. You can be somewhere, and you can be the only person who knows that you have seen, met, the right person for you, and that this is the right place and the right time. You can't fake it, you just know it. You can't shake the feeling, you just know you have found what you need and what you have been searching for so long. And you can't get enough of it and them because everything about them is unlike anything. Unlike no one you have ever seen before. And all you want to know is who they are. But you already know that what you could be together is amazing. And that is what is incredible. That is what is exciting. The first time you see each other is so powerful. The first time you feel each other's stare is unmistakable. The first time you say something to each other is incredible. The first time you know and don't have to be told who someone is. Something that could never be rehearsed. It is what feels right in the moment and what you don't have to think about because it is something instinctive and natural. And there we are. So, um, this is the end of the episode. Very random episode, I know, and, um, I'm glad, in a way, um, because today's episode is very much like a common day for me, for most people, and, um, you know, a lot of the time, the things that you have to go through, you never plan for, and it's just one random thing after another. That's one of the most amazing and one of the most beautiful things about life. Beautiful things come from randomness. And that's where love comes from. And sometimes we look at randomness. And the more that we think about it and the more that we feel what the randomness may mean you can see that it's not random at all because what we feel what we think and what happens to us in a given moment a special moment is very symbolic and very important because those times feel like destiny and like a gift of God and something that is life changing thank you for listening and uh, I'll talk to you again Mm -hmm.